I'm just gonna start off by saying if I sound a little winded tonight, it's because I have a tiny human where my lungs used to be, so bear with me. Um, but my story starts out in Idaho, where I'm originally from. I was born and raised there. <clears throat> um, had a good childhood, you know, typical student, typical athlete. I was pretty all around an average kid. Um, but one thing I did know growing up is that uh, I always wanted my life, whatever I did with my life, I wanted it to mean something and I wanted it to make a difference in the world. And whether that was just for one person, I, I wasn't sure, but that's, that's all I knew at the time. And so uh, fast forward to, let's see, 2018. I was active duty Air Force at the time. I was halfway through my contract, um, just riding through life, I guess. And I get a text out of nowhere from my aunt, um, who's a dialysis nurse up here. And for those of you who don't know what dialysis is, it's the process of filtering your blood when the uh, kidneys can't do it themselves. And so uh, my aunt texted me and she said, hey, I have this family, one of my patients, they're, um, their six-month-old son is currently on dialysis, and at the time he was doing about 12 hours a day connected to the, to the home dialysis machine, which was pretty trying on their, their family. They have two older girls, and mom and dad both work, so she was like, if you have any extra time, you don't mind, they could use an extra hand here or there. Um, so I started doing that. I came over a, a few nights a week after work, and I would help them with their bedtime routine. Um, I would keep the girls entertained while mom prepped us for dialysis. And then after the girls went to bed, I would help her get him connected, which was a sterile process. And with the six month old flailing limbs, you see the issue here. <laughs> but uh, I wish I had a, a picture of him. His name is Soren. I wish I had a picture to show you, but um, to visualize, just picture like the Michelin man in a onesie. Um, and that was Soren. But uh, fell in love with the family, had a great time helping them out. and. Uh, and we all knew in the back of our minds that Soren would need a transplant at some point. We just didn't know when, and we didn't know who. But uh, there, were, there were different family members and people coming forward, and uh, person after person was getting turned down uh, for various reasons. And there was a day that I just kind of thought, why not just try and see if we even have the same blood type? Like, the chances of that are slim. The chances of becoming a match are slim. Like, what's the worst that can happen? And so I did. Um, and I got the, the green light to donate, we were, or to go further with the process. We were uh, the same blood type. So after that, I flew down to Stanford and did all of the, the donor testing, and that included um, an MRI, an ultrasound, so much blood work, uh, meeting with the psychologist, psychiatrist, the whole transplant team. It was a very long two days. but. Uh, Flew back home and then waited. Uh, and then about a week or so later, we got the, the green light that I was a match. And it was all exciting. And we were hopeful and pumped. And my military leadership was not pumped. Uh, for various reasons, they, they denied me the ability to donate because of um, liability. And there was the amount of time I was going to have to take take off and um, be gone from work. And so they said, sorry, not going to let you do that. So that was really discouraging. And that was around this time, 2018. So it was kind of a bummer. Uh, so we waited and waited and waited. And there were other people kind of trickling through getting tested. And, and everyone was getting turned down for one reason or another. So that was 
that was quite a bummer. And the, throughout this whole time, Soren is doing, you know, between 12 and 14 hours connected to a machine with a, I don't know, 10 foot tube. And that's as far as he could go for half of the day for the first two years of his life. But anyways, uh, so fast forward again to June of 2020, um, my contract with the military was over and I was a, finally a civilian. <laughs> and so um, after two very long years and a lot of hours on dialysis and a lot of tears <laughs> and anger and frustrations, um, on June 23rd of 2020, we all flew down to Stanford and um, Soren got my left kidney, which was a really cool thing. And uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, super cool experience. Um, 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so now every year on June 23rd, we celebrate our, our kidneyversary, as his mom likes to call it. <laughs> and she goes all out with uh, cake and party and family members and it's just a really cool experience. Um, but I say all of this not to, you know, evoke some sympathy response or for people to think, wow, she's such a great person, because that's really not why I reluctantly agreed to be here, Erin. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, but I say this all to hope, in the hopes that it might inspire one person to even just consider getting tested. There's thousands of people waiting on donor lists in every state, and and, you know, for me, it was never like a, wasn't like a big, long, emotional um, battle that I went through before I finally decided to donate. It was, it was more of a common sense thing. I, it was math. He needed one. I had two. It just made sense. So, yeah, um, I say all of this to, to hopefully inspire at least one person to consider um, giving the gift of life and, and donating your spare. Thank you so much.